Welcome, heathens and witches, to the horn and cauldron podcast hubside chat. This is the first time we're doing this, so I didn't have uh, an opening, but that counts. Uh, if you're listening to this on YouTube, welcome. Thank you. Don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, do all that kind of stuff. And we are going to uh, we're going to be talking about some some uh, we're going to have some fun witchy stories that just recently occurred to us. And we're going to have a listener question. We're going to kind of do like a mini dive into, and then we're going to talk a little bit about some shows that we watched during the holiday season that have magic in them. Uh, so stay tuned for that stuff. This is going to be a quick one, so these aren't like full length like they normally are. Um, and if you're listening to us on your podcast network of choice. Please leave us a review because there's no such thing as podcast analytics. All of those are lies. Trust me. I've looked into most of them. Um, so, yeah, please leave us a review or whatever. Uh, but, yeah, either way, I'm John Norgrove. This is Julie Norgrove. Welcome. And uh, I, we're just going to get right into it, man. Uh, so we had a listener question come up in our um, Patreon. We have a Patreon if you would like to support us there. Plug, obviously. Um, but, uh, we, during our, uh, our, like our, our top tier Patreon, we do like a monthly hangout, which is pretty rad where we just like hang out on like discord video chat or what did we just do? Facebook video, Facebook, chat? Messenger. Facebook, Facebook yeah. messenger for video. anywhere between like an hour and a half and, and like, like three literally hours. three hours. Yeah. We just hang out and talk they just about hang, all kinds we, of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like theoretically, I think that I wrote that these are supposed to be like 30 minutes to an hour. These hangouts, but I, I, I don't honestly yeah. remember and it doesn't matter because we're just hanging out. Like I'm not doing a job. I'm like drinking and eating dinner and like hanging out with friends. It just happens to be like, you know, virtual. Yeah. Um, which is rad. But so we had this question come up. What's the difference between a seance and using a Ouija board? Uh, and, uh, don't they both somewhat serve the same purpose, uh, insofar as being used to speak to spirits? And this was asked by our patron, our patron, I wanted to say our Patreon, but that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> our patron Miranda. It makes me feel like an Italian Renaissance artist to speak of patrons asking me questions. It feels um, very fancy. It does feel yeah. fancy. It's not. It's not fancy, by the way. <laughs> but, but it but feels it helps fancy. Us be fancy. It certainly, as long as you feel fancy, then we feel fancy. And I am so fancy. I didn't. I didn't say that. But I am fancy. I'm saying that. Yeah, I'm saying that. <laughs> Have you seen the movie Pretty Woman? I, 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 I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't want to talk about this. Are you Richard Gere? Huh. Is that what you're telling me right now? Well, I don't know that I am so much of a dick as to claim to be as good as Richard Gere, but uh, that's a completely separate thing. Um, but yeah, anywho, so uh, what's the difference? She did research, because she's the one that researches these podcasts, and I'm just I'm color- the smart one and the pretty one. Yeah. And uh, the fancy one, apparently. Yeah. Yes, I'm, sure. I'm all of those. Yeah. Yeah. All of those you know, things. we're going to open it and then we're going to slam it closed. You know, what I'm talking <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I just have like general knowledge about stuff because whatever I read too much or something. Um, so, I mean, the way that I would categorize, so I'm going to give you my answer and then you're going to tell me if I'm wrong while you give your answer okay. because I'm pretty certain <laughs> that I know what I'm talking about here, but like, we'll see. Um, so it's my understanding that a seance is a ritual and a Ouija board is a tool. And that's the primary difference. Like, yes, both theoretically are like contacting spirits or people in the beyond or answering questions or kind of like whatever you want to do with it because there's like differences in all of those. But like a Ouija board is like, um, 
is you know it's like a hammer it's like a like a screwdriver mm-hmm. it, you know it's it's a tool that can be used in seances but seances are are like the greater practice you know if seance is building a building then like a drill or a hammer is a Ouija board. Mm-hmm. If that analogy literally at all makes sense. Actually. Because I just made it up in my head as I was saying the analogy, by the way. Actually, that analogy works pretty well. Because uh, a, seance, a seance is a is a method, it's a ritual, it's a thing that you're doing, and the Ouija board is a tool. Yeah. So, um, first of all, a Ouija board is a trademark. So, uh, prior to Ouija um, or unbranded Ouija boards, they're just called spirit talking boards. Or spirit it, boards. Or spirit boards. I've definitely seen like yeah. I've definitely seen like 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 spirit board, not TM, like in the like like this, you know, like the yeah. like the Spencers. Yeah. Like like it's all like you look at it and you're like, oh look at that Ouija board. Wait a minute. That's not what Ouija boards look like. Yeah. That's got either additional shit or not enough yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Ouija is a is is a is a trademarked thing. It's a brand. That's like saying I'm gonna FedEx something or I'm gonna Xerox something. I've or never I'm said gonna I'm gonna sit, FedEx or Xerox something. Or well, you don't work in a cubicle farm. Um. Or like I'm gonna sit in like a jacuzzi. <laughs> yes, I do. So you know it's different. Uh, <laughs> it is. That's fair. <laughs> so mine has drinking, so, so um. So when we're saying Ouija board, really like spirit board and Ouija board are yeah. sort of interchangeable. We're not talking yeah. about Ouija board TM for the lawyers out there trying to hunt people. That's right. Yeah. Yes. So um, seances are... Um, Ouija is great. Seances Ouija are the is. thing that you're doing and uh, they're usually held in a dark room because it's thought that you can communicate better with spirits in the dark. But So there's sort of two parts of seances. There's like legitimate seances where you are contacting the other side and then there are uh, illegitimate. There's like scammer seances stuff and there's a lot more information out there about the scams than there is about the stuff that's probably real just because if you can prove a scam is a scam that's easier so well um, and that's better to write about i believe that this seance went well (laughs) no proof uh definitely this seance was a lie video cameras you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so it's also easier to scam people when you're in a dark room too so seances are usually held in a dark room and uh some mediums that would be the the person who's like in the lead of contacting the other side because most seances are not all of these people who can talk to spirits it's one person who can communicate with spirits in um a very specific way or ways yeah the seance yeah yeah and then everybody else is just sort of like there Um, either as like support or for asking questions or whatever the situation right and the medium so they typically go into a trance and most of them use at least one tactic to communicate with the other side Um, and the tactics that they can use to receive messages are like literally like a ghost whispering in their ear um, or something along those lines makes it sound fake like off the off the cuff (laughs) if you're like I got different tactics for talking to the dead I would be like gangster I'm going to take my money elsewhere, please. Thank you. Tactical, tactical mediums, tactical mediums. Um, You can also use spirit talking (laughs) boards like the Ouija board or anything else. You can also make your own spirit talking boards. I'll talk about that in a minute. But um, you can also do spirit writing. That's either where you're just like your hands just move and your eyes are closed. You're like, oh, and you're just writing stuff. Or where you're like watching what you're what you're writing and you're writing in like a good handwriting, like you're writing down what the spirits are telling you. Mm -hmm. Um, Like knocking, you know, like knock 
three times if you're with us. Yeah. Levitating things like levitating chairs and tables levitating was very table. common in scams. Classic scam ones, yeah. especially. But that's not to say that like you did that like in legitimate seances that a scam was not there that things didn't levitate. Like that definitely happened in both. Yeah. Um, same thing for spirit trumpets and spirit trumpets. What do you think a spirit trumpet is? Well, my guess would be it's a trumpet from the spirit realm because that's what the words mean. Uh, what I hope it is, is that it's raining those trumpety flowers that are like hyper fucking poisonous <laughs> in the room. Just all of a sudden. Angels trumpets. Angels trumpets raining from the room. And you're like, ah, spirit trumpets. Don't put your tongue out. Death. Don't do that. Okay. That's definitely not what a spirit trumpet is. <laughs> well, that's, I'm just saying, if I'm going to scam people, way cooler. A spirit Bam. trumpet is basically like a large instrument, usually made of brass, that sort of has like a really wide bit at the other side. And then the, the, one, the other side of that is the like- horn. Yeah, part? like like a horn part. Yeah. And then the, the other side of that horn, is like called. a teeny tiny bit that you put up to your ear because like you could hear it better because it's coming in through the wide and then it's coming into the shallow. So people actually used like a trumpet of sorts yeah. to talk to the spirits. Yeah. Well, um, that wouldn't be a trumpet because it doesn't trumpet. It's just yeah, shaped but like that's a trumpet. What a, also, that's what a spirit trumpet that is. is what, uh, that is what the English used in World War II to hear German airplanes coming. And they built yeah. giant giant bells or like <laughs> conical concrete walls to reflect sound so they could hear like way off coast to well, hear if bombers were coming. Were used it's before, piece of World before War that war. So um, maybe they got yeah. the idea from seances. I, uh. <laughs> like these, these, these bombers, they're the devil. And yeah. somebody's like, speaking of the devil, have you heard of a spirit trumpet? You know, <laughs> like, I wouldn't be surprised. Yes. So, no. Um, you could also like uh, some mediums also like would ask you know like if uh, like objects are moving or um, appearing in places yeah. or you're like hearing other sounds or yeah. smells anything basically you could think of that you'd you'd see in like a seance quote yeah. unquote in a horror movie kind of a thing it would be Th sort of like think in of that realm. think of all of the fake seances you've seen and that's the shit that we're talking about right because it's, yeah. it's the like ah oh, it smells like lavender ah. Oh. Uh, they must be in like a good place because lavender's in like flowery or fields. Like, oh, but there's just like mom. a dude she in the back the just like pumping lavender, lavender smelling yeah. through like a bellows, you know, or like the like, uh, first of all, fake seances in movies being revealed as fake is arguably one of my favorite it's things. It's very fun. It's very they're so fun. great. Because every time they're like, ah, there's chains rattling and then like the camera is like being intense or whatever. And then, like, either afterwards in a flashback or during it, because, like, audience knowledge, they, like, jump over to some jackass with, like, a bag of chains, just, like, chains, yeah. uh, smells, wobbling tables, yeah. pulling cords, and you're just like, what the fuck yeah. is this? Yeah. Who's engineering all of this stuff? <laughs> it's great. Like, I, like, I, like, I wonder, I, like, in my mind, Hollywood fake seances are bigger productions than actual fake seances, just because the level of hamminess is so yeah, like yeah. Hollywood uh, like a Hollywood actual séance scary movie stuff. Hollywood fake séance like in a movie fake séance is always like the most extreme shit you could yeah. possibly fathom and makes no logical yeah, sense yeah. whatsoever. <laughs> and then they get caught and they're just like we would have got away with it if it weren't for you kids and that fucking dog or whatever. <laughs> you know? Every time every time Every time somebody gets caught in a seance, it's just like, ah, I would have got away with it. And it's like, I mean, I guess technically they did earlier in the movie's universe. But let's be honest. No, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Nobody would have believed that. 
that, that was absurd. So that's like the basics of what seances are. Now, spirit boards, um, Ouija boards, spirit boards, they're a divination tool. Yeah. So that's really, you know, it's it's the hammer, the building, that, that, that analogy that you had. Um, now, there's a lot out there about how spirit boards are evil, and they are not inherently evil. If you touch... A spirit board. Yeah, it doesn't just, mean that you're gonna have like a demon follow that's you. That's just straight up. That's just straight like up that. horror movie logic. Like if you touch it, immediately bad. That's there, actually, obviously there that's are actually like, propaganda from the Catholic Church. There that's are obviously like 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 certain seance board based rituals have yeah. specific rules. Insofar as like theoretically, all rituals have rules. And I mean, if you've been listening to our podcast uh, uh, for a while you'll know that we are firm believers in like, yeah, rules are important, but also like, if that's not your jam, that's not your jam, bro. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It's now, the reverse tarot thing. There's like, also yeah, yeah, like a lot of controversy amongst, I'm going to quote unquote scholars about what, how a spirit board works. So there are some people that are, vi- there are basically three categories of that. And the first one is, is, people touching the planchette that's the little doohickey that like slides around the board that everybody yes. put their, puts their fingers on also um, it doesn't always have to be a planchette shape like the planchette shape yeah yeah that's that's in again other cultures, another it's thing. uh the uh i know like a common one in another culture is to use uh like a tumbler glass like a rocks glass yeah like a scotch yeah. glass because they have a thick bottomed glass base so whatever is like inside of the base and being like zoomed in on because often yeah. those bases act as like a zooming effect yeah right yeah. like i've seen that one a bajillion times there's obviously like the pencil way yeah which is where like you, you're tracing a line with the pencil I mean, you and could then literally that's... just have like a piece of paper that you cut a hole out of in the center yeah you could. or that you not even with the hole it's just like a point yeah. so like there Start are some cut. people that are very firmly in the whoever's touching the planchette is the one who's like leading the answer sort yeah. of thing and then there's also people who are like um who are like it's definitely spirits and then there's people that are like it's not either of those it's like a connection to like your higher self or your spirit self or your subconscious Mm -hmm. where you're not consciously moving any of this stuff it's just sort of like happening yeah um and that's sort of like all over the place uh (laughs) yeah and everybody's kind of got like different results there now but like spirit boards have been around for like a super long time like you're saying like in other cultures and stuff so spirit boards go all the way back to 12th century china Mm -hmm. um and they have been around for like a very long time yeah. obviously in different iterations um, in different iterations and what they and do and don't ways. have on them yeah. right i mean like theoretically pre everybody reading spirit boards with letters maybe not so much sense yeah yeah right? well that maybe pictures or something yeah. but or spirit boards were only used by people who were learned who were like um, yeah. yeah but spirit boards usually have like the letters of the alphabet the numbers zero through nine and the words yes no and goodbye that's pretty standard stuff probably mostly because of ouija but like if you want to do your own spirit board you could have it say whatever you want it say yeah. you put colors on there you make that as complicated i've seen a ton of we- handwritten ouija boards that are just like get a piece of paper do the do the letters in like a like a circle or whatever shape yeah. you want to do the letters in, right? Ask the question, use whatever your your vague planchette thing is, destroy that piece of paper. Yeah. Done. You know? So yeah, it doesn't you don't have to like you don't have to buy Ouija TM, but like that's the one that like we generally accept as like what a Ouija board's supposed to look like. Yeah. So yeah. 
Yeah. And as, um, both spirit boards as well as seances like exploded in popularity in the mid to late 1800s during the spiritualist movement yeah. in America. That movement was, especially on the seance side of things, largely kicked off by Abraham Lincoln's wife, Mary yeah. Todd Lincoln. She was a huge proponent <laughs> of... Moore. No, Mary Todd Lincoln. <laughs> Every time Mary in three names, Mary Tyler Moore in my head. Immediately. Yeah. Um, and she used to hold seances regularly. In fact, there are a number of people throughout history who have used seances regularly to inform them of their art, of like just information, as well as even like policy. Like there was a famous Canadian minister whose name I don't remember, who used the Ouija board to communicate with a variety of spirits, including uh, Pelicus, an ancient <laughs> Roman ancient Pelican. Philosopher, philosopher. Yeah. Uh, and he used the he used seances as a tool to help inform his policy. I mean, so you know, whatever that's, gets it done, bro. Yeah. So done, yeah. so uh, so really, to answer that question, the difference between a seance and a Ouija board is a seance is a thing that you're doing, and a Ouija board is the thing that you're doing it with, and they both sort of save the serve the same purpose because really one is a tool and one is an action um and yes they can speak with spirits if that's what you think that you're kind of doing as opposed to speaking with the subconscious or your yeah. higher self yeah yeah i think i think a lot of it is is nowadays the logic is very informed by hollywood i mean that's yes. really the, that's really the, yes. the downside on that one with specificity yes but uh so yeah that's the difference between seances and ouija boards uh yeah i get if you want to use a ouija board like use ouija board if not whatever i have like no attraction at all to ouija boards i've used it's them ju and it, it's yeah. just not super I don't fun know. to me honestly i've seen too many movies with ouija boards where i'm just like that looks dumb including the the two movie ouija. ouija movies yeah. which were fantastic those are pretty okay movies yeah those are pretty okay movies those are really good yeah. yeah uh okay so next up this bloody golf tea story so uh, I'm going to tell my side of the story and then Judith's going to tell her side of the story and we're going to try and do this quickly because we are rapidly running out of time for what is supposed to be a short episode. <laughs> um, so I was like at the gas station the other day and uh, I was getting gas and there was like this gentleman was like like a pump behind and on the other side from where I was pumping and uh, I, had just, I just dyed my hair fun colors. And, um, he was like, purple he was, and pink and it's blue. like purple and pink and blue. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, he was like, Hey, like you have awesome hair. And I was like, Oh, thanks dude. And he was like, Hey, uh, like you got a couple of bucks for gas. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, I don't know. I always help someone when traveling. Eh, it's a thing for me. I'm, I'm overly helpful. Uh, you are. Yeah. It's just a thing. I remember that one time <laughs> remember on Christmas we, day, yeah, we, Christmas stopped day this lady. we stopped to help a lady whose yeah. car was like broke down. Um, on the side of the road, like in our nice Christmas clothes to go to my sister's house. I just, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. Help travelers have to help travelers. It's just like a thing, an old world thing programmed into my head. I'm not in charge of, um, but, uh, so I was just like, yeah, sure. Like I had a couple of bucks in my pocket or whatever the heck, you know, I don't know, five bucks or something like that. So, so I was just like, yeah, sure. Here you go. So I gave the guy five bucks and I went back to pump my gas and, and like, underneath the gas pump like in between the gas pump and my car on the ground were these two golf tees they're just white and green golf tees but on the head of the tee there is a crescent moon and a grape leaf and i was just like oh these are cool i'm gonna pick these up right like when you find cool things pick it up you never know that's uh, uh weird face shit yeah weird face also i find like weird nonsense things all the time everywhere yeah so that's just like a thing right and and like like from my perspective right 
I pumped gas. I obviously had to look in that area. I do not remember seeing these tees before talking to this dude. I gave that guy a couple of bucks. He finished pumping, you know, like he finished pumping gas or whatever the heck. You know, they took off, right? I go back to pumping gas, tees. And I'm just like, all right, cool. These are boom. Put them on my altar. Um, but then when I got home and told Julie that story, this is her part of the story. The first thing I said was, are you fucking kidding me? Um, because so one of my, so my new year's resolution is to do something magical every day, whatever that magical mm -hmm. thing is. So sometimes it's pulling tarot cards, sometimes it's doing tea leaves. And the night before this thing happened with, with him at the gas station, I had done tea leaves. So I swirled the tea leaves around, put the cup upside down come back and look at them. And in two, not one, but two different places inside of the cup, I saw an image of what I thought was a crescent moon and like a star because it's like a crescent moon and like a little shape next to it. I mean, they're tea leaves. It's not really shaped like a star, but yeah. it, when it's next to star the crescent adjacent, moon, sure, sure. yeah, star adjacent. And I had just figured like, oh, it's about ready to be like that phase of the moon. So I'm probably going to like walk out to like let the dogs out at night and see the crescent moon or something like that. I was like, or maybe some social unrest will happen in Turkey because that's on their flag. And that's also the world that we live in right now. Um, <laughs> you know, so um, he's telling me about this and he shows me the golf tee and it is two crescent moons well, each tea. Yeah, each tea has is, a crescent, is a crescent moon. moon, and a grape leaf is very star-like in shape. It's very like tree star. Yeah, looking. it's like five points. Yeah, I mean they're not all pointed in the same place as a star would be, but also the stars in the sky are, um, you know, not shaped like that. Well, they're spheres of burning <laughs> hot gas. So yes. Yeah. So um, this is like a great way to talk about like when like what things look like that are signs yeah. so like when i saw that the things were the moon and the star i didn't know what those meant but i wrote them down in my book of shadows yeah. and when he told me the thing now all of a sudden i know what that is yeah i know so, what that sign is tldr write shit down in a book of shadows or yeah. uh, you know do it on an app like i'm using a journal app that that's like what are your like words of affirmation for the day and i just write my tarot reading in that because um I don't want to write things down with like a pen and pencil that takes a bunch of work and typing is faster uh, because I like literally write on my cell phone like, yeah. books, you know? So yeah. it's easier for me to write that way. Uh, it's just faster. And I don't want to have to like get my laptop and like boot it up and like do all that kind of stuff. So like, again, write stuff down. We tell you about this all the time. Listen to our podcast. Uh, so, and then lastly, <laughs> before we wrap up, we just wanted to like briefly touch on some of the shows that we watched during the holiday season that had some magic in them. And these are not all of them because we, I'm, I'm not, it was like a month ago. I'm not going to remember that. Uh, but there were some of them. So we just recently watched all the way through She-Ra and the Princesses of Power, which is a fantastic show. Yeah. We are planning on doing cosplay from that show. Absolutely. So stay tuned for He's that. He's going to be Bo. I'm going to be Queen, Queen Glimmer. Yeah. It's going to be and, fantastic. Uh, and we have a friend who's going to be She-Ra, which is going to be rad. So we're going to yeah. have like a whole fucking thing. So like follow us on social media for that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but so like it had this really interesting form of like will and emotional control based techno magic. Yeah. That was like both regular magic, but also like could be integrated into a circuit board. Yeah. You know, because it was like also regular magic, like like deer and shit could use it. 
Yeah, yeah. There you know, was it wasn't, like, you, it wasn't yeah, like there was like your you know, standard magic, but then there was also like this a lot amount of like techno magic. Yeah, there was and like they this all combination kind of, like, and flow between yeah, the two, which is like, really very cool. complimentary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is which is nice because a lot of times generally people try to people tend to think about magic and technology as being opposing forces, and that's like not the case. You know, like if you're not a good drawer, but you're good at graphic design, making a symbol on your computer is the same effort and work as making it on a piece of paper so like doing it on your computer doesn't like like reduce the potency thereof and therein yeah. insofar as you like believe that so yeah yeah so that was interesting techno magic and then more on techno magic there we just recently watched the newest matrix matrix resurrection or whatever the heck and like yes that's just him in a simulation being able to hack the simulation but being able to hack the simulation and like fly or like be super strong or whatever is definitely also magic which yeah. is why i wanted to bring it up like it's not magic in the like 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 throwing lightning out of your hands although i mean i guess technically he could do that if he wanted and thought about it hard enough but it's like the idea of simply overcoming like universal programming even though his universe is like actually a program yeah. like overcoming universal programming to like access a greater like knowledge and input into that universe therefore producing magic as well as to influence the outcome that you want it to be which is yeah. what you use magic for yeah in this so, universe so, yeah yeah well i mean not necessarily influence influencing something so you get what you want like magic is significantly more than just that yes yes um that's a small and vaguely selfish portion of magic but but it is a portion of magic that like you see neo and trinity and morpheus and all of them like using yeah yeah which is why i want to bring that up <clears throat> and then the last magic that i wanted to bring up is uh jingle jangle yeah <laughs> which is choking over here which is like one of my favorite christmas movies of all time do you want water instead yeah. of wine wine is water but that doesn't taste bad um except that you don't like the taste of wine that's true it's awful actually <laughs> uh, i regret everything episodes canceled um <laughs> So in Jingle Jangle, they have they have they have math magic, which is just the coolest thing ever. That he just like draws symbols in the in the air, and it's just like this is the ratio of like like hope to to like imagination, and he yeah. uses it to like construct things and stuff. And it's really fun. If you have not, seen, it's on Netflix. Like obviously, like we're not connected to that, but I just fucking literally love this movie. The music is absolute fire so are the costumes so, so are the costumes story. everything about this show yeah. is, or this movie is absolute fire so if you if you haven't seen it go watch it yeah but so yeah so as we watch shows what we're gonna try and do is write them down so we don't forget but also like talk about their magic and sort of how we interpret it i mean i feel like jingle jingles math magic is probably my favorite magic out of all of these just because it's it's not at all based on math but it looks like the math meme and I support it. It does look like the it math looks like meme. the math meme, yeah. but he's not, he's not like five times nine. Rah, 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 rah. He's just like inspiration multiplied by imagination is it's just, it's just yeah. like chaos words when you listen. We've seen it like four times. So <laughs> it's just chaos when you listen to it, but you're just like, yes, it makes sense because the story is so captivating and beautiful and the music is fantastic and everybody in it just fucking kills. Um, yeah. But so, yeah, uh, that's, uh, magic in things that we've observed. Magic in media. That's what that section's called now. Yeah, magic in media. Oh, All right. So good. That's so smart. a much better title than the, than the one that I had. The magical shows we watch during the holiday season? Yeah, that's a bit mouthy. Um, so magic in media. Bam. Done. Yeah. So yeah, let's just give a quick shout out to our patrons, Alan, Miranda, Alexa, and Helena. You guys are awesome. Stay awesome. Thank you for helping us do Bam. what we do. You're the best. 
Uh, and uh, coming up next Monday is regular podcast episode, Book of Shadows and Grimoires. Yep. So spell spellcasting crafting 102. 102. Crafting. Spell crafting 102. I can read. Um, can you, though? Yeah. No. Uh, I can write. I don't have to read. That's not how this works. Right? I put things out there. Everybody else reads. That's how this works. Yeah. I create. Others consume. You also consume. That's that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah obviously. In I'm fact, fat, you just, I'm a fat guy. Yeah. Uh, In fact, we just I consume probably more than I need to. But uh, yeah. So either way, I've been John Norgrove. This has been Julie Norgrove. This has been the Horn and Cauldron Podcast Pub Chat, and uh, we will catch you guys on the flip side. Stay magical, folks. Yeah. This was a little longer than I expected it to be, but that's okay. We'll see how long these go going yeah. forward. Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna tighten it up. Yeah. Don't worry. But don't forget. Breathe in self-confidence, breathe out self-doubt. Mm-hmm.